Launching can be stress-free. Trust me when I say it, it took me a long time to figure it out. But if you follow these steps that I've outlined today, I hope the same for you. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. It doesn't matter what we're launching, a new course, an affiliate offer, a digital shop, or a new extension of my brand. There are a few non-negotiables that are absolutely essential and help save us from the stress of launching. These non-negotiables allow us to go through the three phases of a launch with ease and confidence. And those three stages are pre-launch, launch, launch, and post-launch. And they each come with their own set of challenges. They require creativity and strategy. So I want to walk you through the general outline of what we do in each stage of launching today, because I feel like everyone has their own unique way of running their own launches, but I get questions all of the time on how we make sure ours are low pressure and relaxed yet results driven. So before I get into it, I just want you to trust me here. What I'm sharing today is not at all what launching has always looked like for me. When it was just me or just me and one VA, launching was frantic. It felt like this chaotic rat race. It was like a marathon that I never trained for, and it was something that I started to dread in my business. I was the kind of person I'd forget pieces until the last minute or find myself writing a landing page or a thank you email at midnight hours before it had to be published or sent. It was stressful. And so what I want for you is to be able to skip right on over these stressful last minute kind of launches and be equipped with ideas and tools to run yours as silky smooth as possible from day one. And the truth is, Launching gets easier and less intimidating with time. Like every time you do a launch, you inevitably walk away with new takeaways and learnings and ideas and strategies. Launching anything can be stressful and scary, and it can even feel kind of vulnerable at first. It's like putting something you created out into the world, and and that feels sacred. But every time you do it, it becomes more natural as you systemize and streamline your preferred process more and more, which helps you look at it with less emotional, more strategic eyes. So I promise you, it's normal to feel emotional about what you create and then sharing that creation with the world. But at the same time, when you launch your product or your service or offer from a place of showing up to serve and you focus on over-delivering, All the emotions and the prep are worth it in the end when you're able to provide value for your target clients. Let's dive on into exactly what my launch plan looks like. Are you ready? Thank you to Gravy for supporting Gold Digger. Gravy offers a failed payment recovery service for subscription or membership-based businesses to recover the relationship and your revenue. Get a free revenue consultation and 25% off your first month of their signature service at jennalovesgravy.com. First up, let's talk pre-launch. So Dave Ramsey once said this about launching. He said, People are in such a hurry to launch their product or business that they seldom look at marketing from a bird's eye view and they don't create a systematic plan. 
Okay, Dave, I feel like you're speaking to my younger self. I feel like this happens so easily from creating right before something is needed or writing emails when you're exhausted or drafting captions when your brain feels like it's mush or building pages right before you have to hit publish. Like this was me for so, so long because I wasn't separating the actual creation of the product from the creation of the launch pieces. If you try to do both parts simultaneously in real time without an overarching plan, it's always going to lead to forgotten pieces or last minute wrap ups, which leads to the added stress and chaos of launching. So when I first got into the digital marketing space, I was smart enough to hire a mentor. So I paid over $10,000. I flew out to this woman's house and she walked me through how to create a launch. It was funny because she didn't have a business, anything like mine. She was teaching boutique gym owners how to increase their membership, but she knew the process of launching and I wanted to learn from her. But here's what happened. Her systems of launching and the way that she launched was super chaotic So while I was prepared in some ways, I was also prepared for chaos. Like the way that she mentored me through it was super stressful. And I kind of just started to believe, well, this must just be how launching is. Like you must always just have to prepare like it's a world war and you're going to be angry and you're not going to sleep and you're always going to be hitting refresh and you're going to be doing all these things last minute. And And it was funny because at the beginning, I just took it at face value. I was like, well, welcome to the world of launching. I mean, you can do a lot and get a lot of results in a short amount of time, and it has to be worth the stress, right? But over the years, I've realized it does not have to be that way. And thank goodness for that. I got to this place where I would get so anxious about launching because of the way I had learned to do it. And slowly over time, I started to rewrite the book on what launching should look like. I started to create my own rules, my own systems, because I do not operate well under stress. And I don't want to live my life going through these weeks of like exhaustion and not sleeping and anxiety. And so the way that I approach launching now is literally night and day different than how I learned it. And while I'm thankful that I learned it in the way I did so that I can never go back to that. I just want for you to know that if you've launched anything before and it's been so stressful and anxiety inducing, that it doesn't have to be that way and that you can rewrite the rules. We now operate under this space and this idea of nothing is urgent. Everything is fixable. There's going to be mess ups. There's going to be misses, but we are not curing cancer. And by golly, I wish we were, but we're not. And so when we approach launching, we want to approach it from this place of preparedness. And so that's what I hope to glean for you today. Imagine that you spent $10,000, you're sitting across your table from me, we're walking through your launch plan, and I'm going to teach you how we launch in the most stress-free, relaxed, but results-oriented way. So when we start at the beginning, our goal is always to separate the actual creation of the product or the offer from the launch itself. Treating them, they're like connected, but they're separate entities. So we aim to complete the offer part first so that we can create all of the launch assets next and separately and have a clear mind. What happens is, is that too many people try to do both parts simultaneously, and that's where things get super stressful or lost in the shuffle. Like imagine you're like creating the offer and simultaneously creating the launch. And it's like, 
you've got to finish one piece before you can move on to the next. And so keeping in mind that they are related, but disconnected pieces are two very separate pieces is going to help for you to stay on track. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see that people make in the topic of creation is that they're still in this creation mode, either of the actual offer or even of the launch assets during the launch that they actually miss what I think is the most critical phase of the launch. And that comes before all of that. And that's the pre-launch. So the way that I like to think of this is the pre-launch is where you are laying the runway for your audience. It's where you help share the what and the why of whatever it is you're launching. And then later when you actually launch, your offer is going to be the how for people. So the pre-launch is where you start building hype, you start shifting mindsets, you help people to understand if they're going to be qualified for the next steps, which will come with the launch itself. And I always like to give myself at least one month of the pre-launch phase, which is just focused on serving and educating and really helping people to kind of get ready for the launch. But I would say anywhere from four to six to eight weeks before your launch even begins is a really critical time period that so many people miss because they are stuck in creation mode or running last minute. So what happens is, is before pre-launch, we always map out the entire project. So we reverse engineer, we figure out when launch week is, and then we start working backwards. And when we're planning this, we want to look at everything that we're going to need in terms of copy, emails, social posts, graphics, videos, opt-ins, sales, thank you pages. There's so many things that go into a launch if you're going to do it big like this. And so before you start plugging away at each of these tasks, try to write down as many things that you can think of that you are going to need. So I want to kind of get you thinking because just listing out all those things can be a little bit overwhelming. And so feel free to ponder these questions or write them down for yourself to kind of start to figure out what you need to get done before you get into launch mode so that you can have a really awesome pre-launch. So ask yourself, like, what kind of content can you create to share prior to the launch that will help people to understand the what and the why? And then your offer again is going to be the how. And thinking about the launch itself, where are you going to send people to check out your new offer? Do you need a sales page? Do you need a checkout page? And speaking of checkout, how is somebody going to check out or provide payment for your offer? How are you going to promote the offer? What kind of copy or graphics will you need? Think through all the different channels that you're going to promote on, whether it's a blog or Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or a podcast. What does the offer delivery look like for you? Like, do you need emails or systems in order to help deliver the actual product? How are you going to follow up with your new customers? You want to plan for that. Like, what does that communication look like once somebody hits purchase? And then think through things like email marketing, frequently asked questions, landing or sales pages, social media marketing, ad strategy, where the offer is going to be hosted and live, how the delivery of that offer is going to happen. It's a lot to think about, right? But when we start to break it on down, it helps make it way more digestible and it helps us prepare all of these pieces in advance. So at this point, when you figure out and just list out all of the things, and granted, you're probably going to forget one or two, you have this blueprint of what's generally required for a launch. But every launch is unique and different. So for us, we have this one project plan and it lays it all out and it's super helpful. 
And this part of the process is always step number one for us so that we can look at the entire launch from a big picture view, see what we might be missing, figure out what we still need, and coordinate all the moving parts if we're going to use our team members. And having it kind of all written down and outlined like this, it ensures that you're not going to miss any important pieces. And it can save you from those super stressful last minute toss-ins the day before or even during the launch itself. So if you can template out your launch process, this is what I highly encourage. Like, do it. I cannot tell you how tremendously time-saving this little step alone has been for our team. So we use a program called Monday.com. It's our tool of choice for all things launch organization, to-do list, project management. It's amazing. And it's a project and task management site that allows you to build custom boards for individual projects. But the best part is, is that you can create a template board that covers all the various pieces and parts of your launches that you can then copy and customize and reuse again and again. And that's literally what we do all the time. And basically what's amazing about this is Having this system, we can put in deadlines, we can assign team members, we can leave comments back and forth, we can check progress. It allows us to stay on top of the million moving launch pieces and to stay in line with our timeline so that we're rarely creating last minute. And we're also able to kind of store all of our prior launch assets in there so we can see what we've already got created. We can use different things as templates. It can become kind of the starting place for you and your team so that you're not always creating from the ground up. So if you want to check out Monday, like we are obsessed. I could not subscribe to a project management site until we got on here. And now I cannot live without it. Like day to day, I function using Monday. You can go to JennaLovesMonday.com. Again, that's JennaLovesMonday.com and check it out. It's amazing. And it is a solution that I wish I would have had even when I was a solopreneur working by myself, just to give myself those deadlines and that outline. Now, speaking of project management softwares, if you're already using one as a bonus, your team can use it as a repository for any launch needs. So you can store your page links, your webinar timing, creative assets, your copy, all of this being in one place is going to decrease time spent passing links, answering questions, and relaying the same information again and again. So it's amazing to have just one place where everyone that is working on the launch can access it and we can do quick links to things. So it's like, I mean, it literally just saves us so much time and energy and it really helps keep everything on track. Like just today, I was in monday.com looking for a freebie that we had created like two and a half years ago. And I found it. I found the file. I found the link. I found the thank you page like within minutes without me having to ask anyone or search Google or try to find it on my own website. So we couldn't recommend it more. I think just having some sort of task management platform is a win and it can be a time saver for everyone. And it just helps keep everything organized from the start. And if you don't have one or it's not really within your budget yet, you can always just create a template in Google Doc that lists out your various launch needs and the timeline for each task. And then you can kind of create a system for yourself that includes things like the deployment of emails or social posts and make a system that you can follow for now. Like literally, Google Docs are amazing and it might just be all that you need, especially if you don't have a team right now that you're coordinating with. So the biggest thing in this part of the process before we even get into pre-launch is to map out all of the various needs of your launch, think through what you're going to need at each point throughout each launch phase. And if it's just you, which by the way is exactly how I launched the first few times, 
create a system that allows you to move through all of the pieces and give yourself deadlines. Like imagine that you have a boss and they're assigning you tasks because launching is no joke. There's a lot that goes into it, especially if you're doing a more intricate launch. And so it is up to you to position yourself as your own project manager by starting out with this really detailed, well thought out timeline and outline. And you're going to be able to knock off each task and feel ready and know exactly where everything is when the time of launching comes. Now, again, if you do have a team, create your project plan or use your launch template and delegate who's going to be doing what early on, equip them with the information that they need to complete their role in the launch creation process and assign out those tasks. Basically for me, my goal personally is to have all moving parts and needs completed prior to hitting the live launch period. And better yet, I love to finish everything with enough time to give it all a little breathing room so that I can revisit it with fresh eyes before the launch itself. So once you've planned, then you're entering this pre-launch phase. And again, the pre-launch phase is just where you are laying the runway for your launch. This is where you're warming people up. You're starting to talk about the topic. You're helping people understand the what and the why. Your product, your offer is going to be the how. You're hinting at things coming up. This is just that warm-up period that is so desperately needed and is focused on serving. And so again, I usually give myself four weeks minimum. Usually six weeks is what I aim for in terms of that warm-up period. And you can start kind of shifting your content in that direction and getting people excited. And so it's really exciting because basically when you think about deadlines, if you know what your launch date is, you can work backwards from there and just kind of peck away at the big and little tasks leading up and leave some space between just to breathe and review and make sure that everything is the way that you want it. And that's how we work. Like we work months in advance on this team, especially now that I'm pregnant, we, we definitely work like a quarter in advance and it sounds crazy, but it provides so much peace and it's filled with way less urgency. Like literally every morning, like we're messaging each other, like nothing is urgent. Here's what I'm working on today. And it's like, I'm working on stuff for like three months from now. And I think that's just beautiful to know that it's possible. And that when you create those kind of systems and routines and templates, it just becomes the norm, the culture for not only you, but for anyone that is on your team. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted Superhost several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So once you finish pre-launch mode, now we're going to get into the actual launch itself. So the truth is when you're in a launch, there's this phenomenon that I call launch brain and it takes over and you're excited and you're nervous and you doubt everything and you're exhausted. And it's like this pasta bowl of emotions. 
So since I anticipate feeling all of those things and more in a launch, I want to be able to trust what I built prior while I was in this sound state of mind. I want to know that like what I created when I was strategic and not super emotional or exhausted over the offer or launch, I want to trust that. And I feel like so many times people get into the launch and they start rethinking everything or they panic if it's not panning out exactly how they thought it was and they want to add things or change things. And it's like, no, 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 you're in launch brain right now. Like trust what you built when you weren't stressed, when it wasn't urgent, because it's likely better than what you're going to try to add on or change up while you're in the launch. So for us during launch week, we have this calendar that marks out exactly what's happening day by day. So it's imperative that you know, like what email is being sent, which social posts are going up, what part of the launch you're in. Most of our launches are seven days in length, usually seven to 10. And that's perfect for me to be able to get the word out, to keep my energy up and make myself available for any questions. And just staying committed to showing up. Like I cannot personally do like a 30 day launch and like show up live every single day. It's just not conducive to my lifestyle. It's not conducive to what I want. And so for me, like the magical length is like seven to 10 days within a launch. And most of the time we go closer to the seven days. And so basically that means from cart open to cart close, it's usually about a week of showing up, staying focused, being available, providing information on what prospects can expect in terms of results if they do invest in whatever it is we're launching. Okay, so remember, so the pre-launch period is about helping people to understand the what and the why behind your product or the results or your new offer. And then once you're in the launch, it's all about sharing how this new offer can help or serve or deliver an end result or change someone's life. So now you're into the part, you're not necessarily selling the features, you're selling the end result of what it is you've created. One of my favorite ways to launch an offer is through webinars or free masterclasses, especially when it comes to digital courses. So I know so many people who use webinars and they kind of ruin it for everyone because it turns into this sneaky sales opportunity and there's really no value in them. And at the end of the day, We do use webinars and masterclasses to invite people into an offer, but I believe that you have to earn your right to do that based on the free value that you share. Like to me, a webinar has to provide free value and education and be able to get someone results regardless of if they purchase a dang thing. And they also have to share glimpses of what those next steps can look like if you join the offer or course, if they choose to buy it. So I look at it as like serving, over-delivering, getting someone results, and then providing the invitation for the next steps, which is through purchasing an offer. And I feel like you really have to nail that delivering value or nobody's going to want what you have to sell. And so I spend so much time focusing on delivering tangible takeaways within our webinars because I want people to like take and apply what I've taught and benefit from it because I want to prove to them that they are capable of getting results. If you can help someone get a quick win, get a result, grow their confidence that they can actually follow through, they're going to be way more likely to take advantage of your invitation to join your offer. 
Now, webinars are just one way you can launch. They are more those traditional kind of hour-long masterclasses, but I've also been playing around with what we call the five-minute webinar. And basically, a five-minute webinar is still aligned with, but kind of goes against the grain of your typical longer webinar. And so the five-minute webinar, it's more about like quickly debunking common myths or misconceptions or ideas about a certain topic that your offer revolves around in a short Cliff Notes version of a webinar. This is like the fast and dirty version of what the full masterclass is. And this method was developed by Jamie Cross and derived from Russell Brunson's perfect webinar formula. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, like I couldn't do five hour long webinars in one week during a launch, then maybe this might be a bit easier for you to share your offer, especially if your offer is a lower price point. Like I think the five minute webinars can work really well for an offer from like $19 to like $97 because someone that's spending that level of money, they probably don't want to sit through an hour long masterclass just to learn how this offer might help. So if you're curious, like, okay, well, what does this look like? So for example, you might know that I'm obsessed with my favorite non-toxic natural skincare, Primally Pure. I'm also an affiliate for them. And so on my website's Primally Pure landing page, I share all of my favorite products from them and why I love the brand so much. And I also have a five-minute webinar called The Three Secrets About Natural Skincare that shares why and how natural skincare products are actually more effective and healing for your skin than you might think. So if you want to just kind of see what a five-minute webinar looks like, you can go to jennacutcher.com slash primallypeer. That's jennacutcher.com slash primallypeer to see the format and the style of the webinar I'm talking about. And of course, while you're there, you can check out all of my favorite skincare products. And maybe that video will help convince you to understand the power of nature. But one of the things that I've been liking about these shorter webinars is that they still provide value, but they're not this enormous time buy-in for potential buyers. And they don't really constitute, in my opinion, as like a full launch in and of itself, but more so just this promotion or a different way to get someone who doesn't have an hour to devote to a masterclass, get them the information. So we actually started implementing these right around the time when the pandemic hit because we recognize that not everyone has an hour of time to devote to learning about an offer. Some people just need the Cliff Notes version to make up their mind or to understand if an offer is for them. I mean, let's be honest, attention spans are dwindling. And so anytime you can get information out quickly and succinctly, it's a win. Anyone has five minutes to spare to watch something they're interested in investing in. And so the conversion rates for these smaller yet still value-packed educational webinars has been pretty incredible. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which 
adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort. This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments and it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress, and you've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of some Simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GoldDigger15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J E N N I. K-A-Y-N-E.com promo code golddigger15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Now, beyond the webinars, we also deploy emails throughout launches to touch on objections, to share end results, to answer common questions, generate excitement and urgency, and continue sharing the value of the offer. So if you have an email list, which I sincerely hope you do, and if you don't, you need to join my list building challenge because email is the number one tool that we use when launching. If you want to join my five-day free challenge, it's at listbuildchallenge.com. That's listbuildchallenge.com. But here's how we tackle email when it comes to launches. Like I said, it is the number one results driver for us. So your email plan might vary depending on your email list size or the cost of your offer, but we aim for one, sometimes two emails per day throughout the full launch period, generally having fewer emails going out on the front end of launch and more going out towards the end for those people who are sitting on the fence or they still have objections or questions. Now think about it. The emotional buyers are going to buy right away if the offer is right for them, but the logical buyers need the time to review all of the insights and information to determine if they want to invest. So this method of email marketing serves both types of buyers and supports them in their personal purchasing decision. It's kind of funny. The other day I was voice texting to my best friends in the mom club and they're my friends, Ashlyn and Sarah, and they're both entrepreneurs. And we had a good laugh because we were each in the middle of a launch, but we didn't realize the other people were launching. And it's hilarious because we were all like, what? I feel like I've been so obnoxious. I've been emailing and on social and all these things. And and it's so common to feel like you're just shouting from the rooftops, like you're blue in the face, getting the word out. But remember that only a tiny percentage of your audience even sees your posts. Like 
these women are like some of my best friends. And I had no idea that we were all in the middle of a launch. So it's just permission and a reminder, like you do not need to be shy in promoting your offer. Gentle reminders come in so handy when everyone, especially your audience is so busy. So don't be afraid to get unapologetically loud. And speaking of getting loud, another huge mistake that I see all the time is people launching, but they're not really directly saying that they're in a launch or that they're launching something. And I love a creative and fun subject line as much as the next person. But when you are in a launch, you want to make sure at least some part of your subject lines are to the point and share exactly what's happening. Like my program is open for enrollment for five days only. For those who have been paying attention to your pre-launch, they might miss the actual launch if your subject lines are too vague or they're not specific enough. And this is especially important as cart close approaches so that people who have been procrastinating or wishy-washy about buying don't actually just miss their opportunity because they are unaware. All in all, your launch period is when you should be on, showing up, and energized. It's your time to be loud, available, proud, and shouting from the rooftops. And if you follow my method, there is zero apology needed around your launch because you're busy serving and showing up for 90% of the year so that 10% of the time that you're actually in a launch, you, my friend, have earned that right to sell. Now, some people do long launches that last a couple of weeks or more. They do free challenges or weekly training. Some do webinar launches. Some quietly launch only to their email community or do a pre-sale. And the important thing to remember is that there is no wrong way to launch unless it's a way that doesn't feel good to you. Look at what's going to work for you energetically and with your life and test out which method of launching and which time frame of a launch is best for you. Now, finally, we're on to the third phase of launching, which is your post-launch strategy. So after a launch, we always do a full assessment of everything to review what worked, what didn't work, what we can evolve, improve, or what we need to do differently next time. You want to pull all the numbers that you possibly can from launch, including open rates on your emails, campaign clicks, webinar numbers, ad costs, conversions, and of course, your actual sales. Then you want to take the time to just decompress, take maybe a day or two, but then you want to jump in and document what went well, what did you miss, what left you feeling stressed, what actually provided the biggest results, like what moved the needle the most. And if you have a team, collect their feedback as well. Now, my biggest recommendation is that you take all the notes that you can while it's still fresh because you will have another phenomenon called launch amnesia. And you do not want to forget it all before you do your launch again. So this part should be a fun and low-key review. Make it kind of a celebration. Don't harp on the negative or what didn't work too much, but just try to keep it all objective as much as you can. Trust me, there is always going to be a flop or two, whether it was an email that didn't convert well or a mess up during your webinar or a typo in your ads or something that didn't fire Like, do not be too hard on yourself for these things because it is a totally normal part of the process. Like, I can tell you how many mistakes I've made in launching, how many things have gone wrong. Like, mistakes happen to even the most experienced launch experts and are only an opportunity to learn and grow for the next go around. So take the time to analyze all of the things. Like, make a document have it be a review, have it kind of be a blueprint for the next time that you do that launch. 
Make sure that you note all of the things that you possibly can that are living in your head. Empty your head out so that you have all of that as a resource before you go to launch again. And one more pro tip here, take some time to organize all of your launch assets if they aren't already organized so that you can easily access them the next time you launch to. Like again, we use monday.com for everything like this. And so we use that platform so that we save all of the numbers, the reviews, the links, the assets, all of the copy, everything is stored right there. But if you don't have that, then create your Google Drive or your Dropbox folder, make it super organized, date it, title it with easily searchable keywords and just have it all ready for you to go for next time. You will thank me later. I promise you there's nothing worse than searching through all of your files, trying to find something that you know you've already created. So save yourself that time and that stress right now. All right, friend, that's it. So now you have a full insider look at my launch plan from pre-launch to post-launch and everything in between. I am so eager to see how you take these materials and make them your own to rock your very own launch, whether that's a course, a product, a service, a membership, a mastermind, or something else that your heart is set on releasing out into the world. Remember, the aim is never perfection when launching. It's simply preparing so that you can feel so much peace and at ease as you go through the motions of launching your offer and not feel caught off guard by any forgotten or unforeseen circumstances. Launching can be stress-free. Trust me when I say it, it took me a long time to figure it out. But if you follow these steps that I've outlined today, I hope the same for you. I want for you to know I am rooting you on and wishing you all the luck and good vibes for your next launch. Until then, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals and I cannot wait to see what you launch next. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit JustThriveHealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's JustThriveHealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.